0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. All right, wake up, we
1: gotta record the Super Mega Cast. Um wake up. I'm sorry, Matt. But, uh, if we're gonna talk about social privilege, a pretty woman is more privileged than any white man ever could Ryan, be. Ryan, hey, this is not the podcast Sorry, that. I was reading Crowder comments! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Super Megacast episode 112. Oh. Ryan McGee, are you ready to jump right into this podcast yeah. like a big pool of crystal clear water? I am, I- I, uh... Oh, sorry, it's the sound of the fucking. We turn this off. It yeah, we can we can the we, we can it. mute it. I heard it sounded like a small man screaming from another room. If like, I just press the power button, will it just turn press, off press the, the power on? button on the console. Sorry, folks, we had the TV on and uh we thought it was muted, but there was some slight sound coming from it. And it sounded like a man screaming in another room. So Ryan like lost a his train of thought. He was like, yeah. well, "What were you asking me?" I was Jesus. saying, "Are you ready to, to dive into this podcast like never before?" Yes, I am. I am. It's going to be an interesting podcast. I mean, this is podcast number three hundred and sixty-three. So. Yeah. I can't believe we've made it this far. Wow, 363. That is a number. I know. (laughs) That's That's insane, dude. That's almost 365, which is how many days there are in a year. That's insane, dude. I know. I I can't believe numbers work like that. Yeah. How you been, Ryan? I've I've been all right. I'm trying to think of, like, what I've been doing. I've I've mostly been uh, dropping... Risky reels, you know what I'm saying. Nice, I've been, dude. Uh, I've been watching movies. When we went to go see Magnolia, it was both of our first time seeing the film. That movie was fantastic. Ryan and I this weekend, um, with some friends, we went to go see in in theaters. They were doing a screening of Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia, and John C. Riley was there to do a little Q A. Um, and every time I hear John C. Riley, I've seen him in person twice now, and every time I hear him speak. All I can hear is Steve Bruhl's voice. Because, like, his his regular speaking voice is so close to the way Steve Bruhl speaks. Dude, he always has a hat. He always wears he a hat. He a little hat. fedora. He walked in with a nice he, brown he, suit. He no. wore a fedora when I saw him at the Tim and Eric live show in Atlanta back in, like, 2012 or something. Yeah, dude. He he loves those hats. He's a great actor, though. Magnolia, it's a three-hour movie. Like, three hours and eight minutes. Yep. But never once during that movie was I like, man, this is long. I was actually surprised by how quick three hours went by i know. It didn't feel like a peter jackson slog yeah because i like whatever i know his movies are action fantasy and big gorilla whatever but like his movies there always seems to be a point where they drag this movie because the reason i feel like it is because this movie felt like a tv show where like so things good. would happen and then several points throughout the movie if you've noticed it would culminate into the thematic uh, catharsis of the character's in like three or four separate points of the movie, where like the music would swell and yeah, and yeah. E- each character would be at their next point in their journey, all like with music playing, or especially near the end, they really nailed it home uh, with the with kind of the montage of the characters. Yeah, and I and I think that because I remember going in and being like, an hour from now after the movie starts, I'll look at my watch and be like, there's still two hours left, and I remember looking at my watch. I mean, like. Oh, she was only one hour left. Damn. They're like, this movie is just, it, it kept my attention so well that mm. I was never like, whew, this is a long movie. Cause I remember on a previous video or podcast, I was talking about three hour movies and I was like, three hours, that's, that's too long. You know, you got to wrap it up. And movie like that, I was like, nah, man. Like, when it ended, I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Super good movie. I, 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 I do have to apologize uh, for something that I said in the last episode of the podcast. Uh oh. Um, what, what did you say, Ryan? Were you not woke? Well, I, no, I accidentally got. Concave and convex mixed up, <sighs> and people pointed that out, and I got a lot of you know don't talk about something unless you actually know what you're saying comments. Damn, that's harsh. Yeah, about that's a con- pretty easy about thing. About concave to... and convex, after all, guys, yeah. we're we're college dropouts. You can't expect us to nail it every single time. Yeah, you know, this well, is this isn't the Crowder Hour. We're not doing our research here. I'm sorry, guys. Right? Well, you know what, Ryan's not just apologizing. Super Mega as a company. Is apologizing to On behalf of of Ryan McGee. uh, Yeah, on behalf of Ryan (laughs) McGee to all of the listeners for Ryan confusing concave and convex. I can't believe you'd be so fucking stupid as to confuse the two. Uh, Are there a lot of people now like they've they've been built up so long and now they can finally come? Yeah. Now that I've apologized and they can finally bust bust that nut. My wrongs have been righted. But Ryan, do you if they've been righted, let's see. What no, I don't I don't want to get into it. Which what is concave? Huh? What's concave and what's convex? Huh? Which one's which? Um, con- concave is the one where it goes inward because it's like a cave. Exactly. Convex is where it's like just out- an outward curve. Fantastic. You know Everyone, Ryan McGee is righted his wrongs. Um, so we can all rejoice now. Yeah. Ryan is no longer canceled. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, thank you. Um, we watched another movie. Uh, me and Harrison and Jackson and Frank Javsi went over to your house Friday night. Yeah, and we watched. We need to do that more. That I had was a super time. fun. I had a blast. We I mean, watched I gotta the fly. Try, I got to try to fix my back porch light so we have some light out there. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's fine. You know, yeah. the the moon it hit your eye like a big pizza pie. That's moray. <laughs> we uh, um, we watched the fly with Jeff Goldblum, 1986, something like that. Something like eighty eighty six, I think. We've yeah. I've never seen the fly. Not the 58 version or whenever that no, one. came No, not the old one. But but. We watched The Fly. I've never seen it. <laughs> I had a good time watching it. That, sh- that movie scared the fuck <laughs> out of me, dude. It was- I was not expecting to be that fucking freaky. It was a fun time. It was definitely... a it- You could tell the movie was definitely made in a different social climate. Yeah, the use of the R and N-word. That was just <laughs> insane how much Jeff Goldblum drops it. No, I th- I- it's just like every character was so... Rapey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're like the ex-boyfriend. Was... I mean, it could be due to the fact that he was turning into a fly and melding into a fly, maybe. Could have been that. But even before then it was a bit Well, animals are are you know, the primitive. Yeah. He was turning into a primitive insect. He even discusses in the movie of how uh as an insect they they don't have any feelings or emotion. They they're just driven by instinct, and he is in bound to do that and bound to hurt his quote unquote love which um, does he we'll see you got to go watch the movie yeah you got to go find out what happens to the mom of stort little oh yeah that that was her she's fine I, she is I will hot. say she's beautiful the 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 reason i really enjoyed this movie is because a, one of the biggest things for me um is how a movie ends and i feel like that says a lot because too many movies end with the whole like Fade to black. Fade from black. It's probably like an establishing shot of like uh, some scenery or like a house in the suburbs. And then you hear people talking. And then it cuts to inside the house and it's people getting on with their normal. You know, that whole shit. Yeah, where it it, it, it like shows like after the... No, but I'm not going to give it away. But this movie just fucking ends. I remember when it ended, we all looked at each (laughs) other like, that's how it ends? I know. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's like, okay, yeah, 100%. And the thing is... The, the, there would be no service to extending the end of that. It ended, like, there's nothing... There's That was no, the end, dude. There's nothing else it could have told. I don't think so, no. I mean, I love that. There's the movies that end like that. Same with uh, Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen... You've seen Cabin in the Woods, I have not. What? No. That's one of my favorite movies. Well, you know it, well, it is... My favorite, like, horror-esque, like, satire movie. It's October now, so I've been trying to watch a lot of horror <clears throat> movies this month. Uh, that's why we went and watched The Fly, which I loved. I love body horror, Cronenberg. Beautiful movie. You gotta watch The Thing. I, I saw the thing on on TV when I was a kid. I need to watch it like on. Is the thing also Cronenberg? No, the the thing is. Uh, oh, what's his John Carpenter. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I watched. Uh, I watched. I've watched a couple horror movies recently. Uh, I watched Hereditary for the second time. I watched uh, Descent, uh, where the the, the British ladies in, are stuck in the. An kid. interesting one. I will say, like when I watched it back when I was a kid, I was scared. Looking back at it now, I'd still be scared just because I hate the idea of claustrophobia. It was terrifying, but those some goofy naked vampire. It had some things. goofy stuff in it, yeah. Um, like well, when it zooms in, is like gets all campy on like the. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, but overall, also they they do the whole typical horror movie bullshit with the ending. Yeah, they did. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, I'm gonna cut this out because there's two endings. There's an American one and a British one. Okay, how did yours end? Okay, mine and uh spoilers are actually I'm not cutting this out, spoilers. Uh my version when I saw it ended with this girl, she's running down the side of the road, she gets picked up by someone, or she gets into the car, something starts driving away, then she looks to the side of her, something happens, the car crashes, and then she wakes up and she's back in the cage. Yeah, you that's the, the European That's to... the that's the European end. Yeah, that one. How's okay. the American one end? Apparently shittier. Shittier? Yeah. Because apparently they, they that. I was talking to Jory about it, and he was like, like they didn't think America could handle the European ending, so they made another one. That's I don't know how the other one ends, but apparently the European one's the good ending and the American one's the shitty ending. Um It was fun. It scared me. Yeah. Uh what what happened during that movie? I I I missed like the biggest jump scare because I went to the bathroom to put acne cream on my face because I'm 14 years old. Oh, because you had to take a break in the middle of a movie and you didn't have the rest of the day to do it. So you're like, oh, I put it perfect. on at night, Ryan. Movie, I put perfect. my acne cream on at night. Otherwise you walk around with a light little, stuff on You my also face. have a little alarm, so you have to take your birth control. It's not birth control, it's medication I can take on a daily basis. <laughs> Making you feel bad for Yeah, you know, this is how this is how this is how mental health has gone on, like not talked about. Take Come your on. little happy pill. <laughs> just choose to be happy. What are you stupid? Just Come choose on. happiness. Come on, just be happy. Oh, Matt, my God. do what I do. Smoke yourself into oblivion. Okay. I, <laughs> Don't I, do that. That's probably the worst. That, way doesn't, to do that does not help the pressure. I promise it doesn't help. I mean it helps with things. Mm, it's like temporary. It's you know? it's temporary. Yeah. Here's the thing. It, it makes it so for me, it makes it so like when I think of something that makes me sad or anxious, I automatically will forget it within the span of sixty seconds because my thoughts can't just stay on one topic when I'm when I'm uh, on that good vaping medication. Fist pounded, brother. By vaping, I mean smoke. And by smoke, I mean there's tar in my lungs. Help. We should send little like, I know there's a game. We should play it on Mega. There's a game where you play as like a tiny little like man, you clean out people's lungs. Yeah, you like we should play that game. Um, I don't know what it's called. You brought it up, I think, during the smoking game possibly. Yeah, I remember I played it on a Game Grum stream with Ross once. But going back to acne, I remember when I was like 20 and I was getting acne and I was thinking like Oh man, I can't wait until I'm like not a, a teenager anymore because like real talk guys, I was hitting puberty until I was like 21. In fact, I still think I'm like I'm a am a very late bloomer. Were you? Yeah. So like basically I'm probably my body like I'm probably like 18 right now. You think so? <laughs> no. I've, I don't know. I think um, I think I think honestly though, you moved out here at what age? 19. you were still I think, your body, I, just I think your body continues to like mature, mature. And of course, like your body technically matures throughout, you know, until you're dead because that's just life and oxygen, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think in that, in those terms, you kind of meld into yourself. Oh, I've changed 25. a lot. I think yeah. 23 or 25 is when you stop. I'm still changing. I'm st- I, I've I'm looked a- the same for the past, I don't know, a few years. So. Two years at least. Yeah. Uh, but I think. I mean, that- I look about the same when you met me right? No, you no. look different. You look well, very different. I've gotten bigger and my hair's long now instead of short. You look, your face looks more mature oh, than it wow. did when I met you. It's I was looking like an old pictures. Still. Yeah, now it's like, it's much more like old, older, not old, but yeah, like, I'm, like mature, right? i turning to a man. I found my second white hair today. I found, I found my one. first one in June and then I was looking today in the car rear of the mirror and I saw a big old scraggly bendy thing. Dude, I plucked it. I plucked those people are like, don't pluck them. I'm like, why? Why? Why not pluck them? I found my first one at anime expo, probably because we were so stressed. Really? I was like, hey, gray hair. You you found it, remember? You were like, you have a gray oh, yeah. hair. Um, but like, god damn, like look at a picture of me when I'm 19 when I was when I started doing this and I was just baby. <laughs> look at a picture baby. of you like in college, yeah. Yeah, like I look so much younger. And I was younger, like my views on everything were different. Like I was just a different person. And that's good. Like I think you I, continue to change throughout your whole life, right? Absolutely. But definitely, like the last few years have changed more than I've ever changed. Yeah. i I've i what's happening to my body? I'm hitting puberty. What's happening to your mind? The libs are getting to you, Matthew. No, they're not, Ryan. I'm owning libs left and right every day. <gasps> but I was talking about acne because I remember thinking like when you turn like 21, 22, like you you just stop getting acne. And I was talking to Aaron. He's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm 30, 31. And I, I still get acne. And I was like, yeah, Fuck. adults still get acne. And then I realized like that just doesn't stop. You just get acne your whole life. And I was like, God damn it. I hate acne. Acne sucks. You get, you don't, you got great skin. You luckily don't get acne. I do. See on my forehead. I didn't notice until you pointed it out. You got, like, one. Look at this. My cheeks, dude. I got these, like, I think they're, like, scars now because I had, Yeah, I don't get patches. I usually just kind of get bumps. I had these patches on my cheeks this year, and they were there for months, and they finally went away for the most part. But now I have, like, dark splotches on my skin from where the acne was. So if anybody in the comments, real talk, knows a way to get rid of those, like, dark splotches left over from breakouts... Please help. I want to be pretty. I don't want to have... But maybe this helps you guys, because maybe some of you out there have acting and you're very self-conscious about it. I get it too. I break out real bad. We all do. Aaron gets it. My mom gets it. Ryan has perfect skin. He gets one here and there. <laughs> I don't so, have perfect skin. You look at my skin. It's great like, skin. It's like oily. And... Everyone's skin is oily. Whatever. You don't have breakouts. You got nice, you got nice, uh... The beard helps. The be- well, you got, the you got you got nice facial hair. You got nice hair. You got nice skin. Wow, thank you. You're I need man. to wash nice my teeth hair too. soon. I need to wash my. Well, I need to whiten my teeth soon. You know, you need to do that in a week. You can get those it's, Crest strips. And it's not just because I'm like yeah, one one. Uh, yeah, I am unhealthy, but like it's mostly this the unhealthiness from the cigarettes that have caused them to tint over time. Tint over time. No joke. I got those like those Crest whitening strips. Use them every day for a week. Like it will drastic difference in one week your teeth will be like bright white try them out maybe i can pick up a few boys next drunk drawing what they're they're they have to be old enough to drink that's what i'm because i i don't feel i don't fear saying that because at, at our drunk drawing shows i'm saying i can pick up some boys oh okay I, I i thought you meant like to help you whiten your teeth i, I didn't no. i didn't realize how we got no, from I, teeth I, whitening I, you picking I, up boys i'd shine my teeth down at the drunk drawing audience and i'd see a lot of a lot of small little grown men <laughs> <laughs> small little grown men <laughs> just smiling back at me and they, they'd squint because my teeth would be so yeah don't white. whiten them too much man you're gonna blind everyone in the audience uh, update on Drunk Drawing Live, uh, I think December is the next yeah, time I'm gonna do it. it's not gonna be until, like, the probably first week of December, somewhere That's around there. Venues be booked. So. Venues be booked like crazy, but it's, we're definitely doing another show before the end of the year. And then we'll do some in 2019, so we, we, I, I love doing Junk Drawing Live. I had so much fun. Yeah. And the audience, you guys were so good. Um...
0: Hey everyone, I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay
1: Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's, Ned's Declassified, Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are rewatching episodes, bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy, and catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps to mental health and maintaining friendships,
0: and asking the question, how? do we survive adulthood
1: maybe we don't always have the answers but we're gonna figure it out together come join us
0: so pause that podcast you're listening to and
1: subscribe to ned's declassified <laughs> podcast survival guide <laughs> on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but ryan uh, we need to talk about something very important i got a little game we're gonna play it's a fun little game show i made just for matt it's called whose culture is the best okay matt what? You're the, you're you're the next contestant. I can't wait to play, Ryan. So whose culture is the best? We got we got the Aztecs over here. Wait, am I comparing culture to the right? Yeah, we got Aztecs to the right. your left, and then over here we have Hawaii, the Hawaiians. I'm gonna have to go with Hawaii on this one, just because I I think okay. Hawaiian culture is very cool. I like the I like the. Okay, I like tropical stuff. Very interesting. Aztecs cut a lot cut a lot of people's heads off and kicked them downstairs. Not that it gets the Aztecs. Yeah. They also ripped out people's hearts. They did a lot of that. And Hawaii just seems fun and tropical. Yeah. There's a lot of just ripping stuff out of people and kicking them down some steps in Aztec culture. Aztecs, was that ne- was that necessary? Did okay. you have to do that? Are you ready for round two? Okay. Round two. Hawaiians versus Hawaiians versus the Greeks. Hawaiian Greece. still. Hawaiian I, I still. Greek culture is cool, but I think Hawaiian culture still. It's got. I really, I really love Hawaii. Okay. I've never been, but I love Hawaiian stuff. So okay. I'm still gonna go with Hawaii. Greek is a little boring to me. Okay, okay, okay. You got, you got three more rounds, Matt. Okay. We got now the next one. Hawaii. Okay. Taiwan. Oh man. Taiwanese culture. Ta- see, t- Taiwanese culture is pretty fucking cool. I do have to say, like, didn't Tai Fung. Like think about it, Thailand, uh, uh, Taiwan. I've I've always wanted to go, um, mm-hmm. but if I had to pick Taiwan or Hawaii, that's tricky, man. I'm still saying Hawaii, dude. Damn Hawaii, Hawaiian okay. culture. Okay, Hawaii. Okay, or African culture. Why? Why you got to? Th- Which one's better? Why? Why are we playing this game, Ryan? Which one's better, man? You want to put me in? You want to put me in some hot water here? None of them are white, so you. It's better. It's good either way. You're supporting- African you're supporting culture's so your culture is so broad. Okay. S- Somali culture. Hawaiian. <gasps> I don't know anything <laughs> yeah, about yeah, Somali yeah. culture. Okay. I, instantly like, Hawaii versus Japan. Oh. Well, now you're just getting- people are just gonna make fun of me because I'm gonna say Japan. <gasps> I'm saying Hawaii. Okay, Japan versus South Africa. I'm saying Hawaii. Before the apartheid. What? 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 The culture was different. Um... I don't know anything about the pre-apartheid South African culture sounds like someone doesn't do their research on Africa Well, I didn't know you were gonna ask me these questions hmm. Ryan mm. This has nothing to do with with race or anything. I just I I Don't know anything <laughs> about South Africa. Don't do the beta male smile at me Please help You're doing it back motherfucker Okay, so thank you for playing that. Thank, thank you. you for playing. I loved playing that game. Which culture is better? With Matt Watson. We'll bring the game show back later, I'm sure. it just sounds so, like, not okay. Which culture's better? <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii won up until the end. Who could have guessed that Japan would have won over Hawaii? No, I said Hawaii over Japan. Did you? hmm It's a lie. As a boy. host, you didn't even pay attention to my answers, right? Yeah, but I knew you were lying. I said Hawaii. You'd rather go to Japan than Hawaii? Um, I've, been, I've been to Japan a handful of times now, but I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Okay, you can only visit Japan or Hawaii. If you visit one, you can't visit the other okay, for the rest Japan of Japan. Then see one. I knew it. you were playing these mind me. games with me, Ryan. You're making You're lying me. to me. I just I I have such a fun time every time I go to Japan. It's so quaint. I can't go back to Japan after the grease fire. Yeah, that was a nightmare for you. I can go to Hawaii though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still go to Hawaii. We had a man. We got to go back to. We got to go back to Japan soon. Depending on like. What laws you look at, I can still go to Hawaii, I think. There's certain laws that might restrict you from going in. We don't need to get into that on the podcast. Yeah, we're fine. Shout out to Hawaiian fans. I saw someone that was like, do drunk drawing in Hawaii. And it's like, I I so would if it wasn't super expensive to go to Hawaii. Send Um, us some coconuts. I thought you were going to say cocaine. Send Um, some of that Hawaiian coke, baby. Is there there Hawaiian cocaine? Does Hawaii have marijuana? Hawaii is the go-between for a Mm -hmm. lot of drug peddling between Asia and the United States. I know that the yakuza do a lot of their shit in Hawaii to vacation get vacation beach parties. Oh, I'm sure the yakuza do have vacation beach parties in Hawaii. Do, they, do all do all of them wear little skimpy bathing suits? Highly, they probably just wear their like frilly suits and and all their tattoos mm. and their pistols. Those boys got to show off their bods. Those dude, I'm I'm terrified. Yakuza is terrifying. Like, would you okay? Would you rather okay get into a fight or or be on the wrong side of? the yakuza uh-huh. or the fbi but i still live here hypothetically you're all in the same place i don't know that sucks yeah that's maybe fbi cuz i can at least try to prove my innocence and i can build a whole case around me and people will be like not ryan and the yakuza would just cut your hand off and then, yeah. and then kill you there is one group in which i Th- that's the top for me even above isis scientologist no close Cartel. Oh, yeah, I think... (laughs) Cartel and ISIS, I think those are, like, the two highest for me. Cartel's above ISIS for me. It's also more... It's closer to you. Yes. And realistically, they could come and steal you from your... If they wanted Your abode and cut your head off. I'm very scared of the cartel. Yeah. So, I mean... Props to the cartel. I've seen Breaking Bad, Ryan. I know what they do. There was a... Man, I watched this, like, really interesting Vice documentary a while ago on, like... This Mormon haven in Mexico that like Mitt Romney's family lived at because a lot of Mormons apparently like migrated to Mexico because their laws would allow them to have multiple wives back in the day or something. Oh, but yeah. I remember like these Mormons got into this fight with this cartel, and like it was kind of like Mormons versus cartel. Who's gonna win that one? Yeah, and um, that's a tough one. And I think the cartel like killed a lot of the Mormons. And you don't want to you don't want to pick a fight with the cartel. No, you that's don't. All I'm saying no. Cartel is not someone you want to pick a... In fact, you probably shouldn't pick fights with any organized crime syndicate. Any kind of terrorist organization. Any any group that kills people. Cartels not, are terrorists. Yeah, I think you could classify they've, cartels they've, as terrorists. They've brought down planes. Pablo Escobar brought down a plane. Yeah, a he, bomb. he blew a plane up with a bunch of people just to kill one person. He could, Couldn't he just shot that dude? Did he have to blow a fucking plane up? Oh, well, I think it's about sending a message. He was, thinking, he was thinking about the ratings in a few decades. Yeah, and he was... <laughs> the TV show about it. He's like, this is going to get the ratings on that show way higher people if I blow a plane up. will believe it when they see it. That's insane that he did that. He wanted to kill one guy, so he blew up an airplane with a bunch of people on it that also had the guy on it. Yeah. Instead of just shooting him, because he had the power, you know, he was so powerful, we could have just had people go and kill him. He like, also built his own jail that he lived in. <laughs> he somehow got the government to agree to that, because he was so powerful. He's like, I'm going to build my own jail with like pool tables and barbecues and in and everything I want and women and and my friends can come and go Trucking a bunch of women oh yeah of course uh if you guys haven't seen narcos on netflix great show it takes a lot of creative liberties with the story but it gets a lot of it like it gets the general the general sense of pablo down like there's there's some things that don't happen some things that do if you when you go and watch a show like that always be cautious as of to... Pablo Escobar sending his men after you for watching the show. Yeah. He'll do that. Pablo's a cutie. He is cute. In the show. In the show, yeah. In real life, he was a real ugly. Yeah. I hope his ghost doesn't come back I and hug me for that one. I like the actor who played him in the show. Yeah, he's great. Um, Forgot his name. Narco, I don't know. Just nothing will beat the Pablo era of Narcos for me. I, I thought the new season was really good, though. It was good. But. <laughs> Ain't no Pablo. So, Ryan, t- tell me about the movie review series. Well. We got a name for it. We don't want to. We don't want to, you know, release anything. We actually do have an artist working on the branding. We have the set ready, and all we have to do is watch some movies and talk about them. And we boom, bada boom, we got yourselves some episodes. April Fools! I'm just kidding. We actually do have it. it, it we're, we're working on it. I don't, I don't even want to say that we're working on it because then it's uh, we got we we're under a here. How about glass this? Here. It's not coming out for a bit, but it is going to come out. Well, you have you, said that before. Yeah, we keep saying that. I we're remember gonna keep like saying until it comes out. What ep- of it? Episode like three, three of the podcast. We're like movie view series coming soon. Flash forward episode one hundred and twelve. Yeah, movie reviews coming. Three hundred and sixty three. Three hundred and sixty three. Movie reviews coming soon. But uh yeah, movie reviews are uh They are coming soon. I feel like once well, I mean honestly, I don't care because we're eventually gonna release it and we're gonna be we're gonna have been right all along. That's how you know we're in the golden era of Super mega the day we upload a movie review that's how we've entered the golden era of super mega or the downfall or the downfall because the movie reviews are just so bad that
0: how's it going Bros? I'm the
1: nostalgia critic, and today we're gonna to be reviewing which two famous youtubers did I just pair up the nostalgia critic and um. PewDiePie. Yes. PewDiePie! Nostalgia Critic! You, you get that? Yeah. I love How come it. they haven't collabed? Does Doug Walker collab with anybody besides is other it. movie critics like Linkara? Which by the way Linkara, I'm still waiting on the next History of Power Rangers. When is that coming out? Do not ask me when the next Power Rangers is coming out. History of Power Rangers has no set release date. They're done when they're done. Asking me when they come out will not make them come any faster. I like the idea of him having to record several takes of his angry rant. He has to like stop. Will not come out faster. Okay. Will not come out faster. (laughs) Nope, nope, nope. I love how it's just overlaid over like footage of Power Rangers kicking ass. And he's just like getting so pissed off. I was never into Power Rangers. I wasn't either. I thought it was... I was goofy. I, uh, I I think I watched it every now and then when it would come on TV, but like I was never really into it. Just like I was never into like Yu Gi Oh or Pokemon as a kid. I wish I was. I oh, the Yu Gi Oh cards. I was into Pokemon heavily through the games, cards, and show. If you could movies. go back to your childhood and be into something that you were never into, that you wish you were into, what would it be? I don't know. I was into pretty much everything there was to be into in the nineties. I had a yo yo phase. Did you have a yo yo phase? Uh I tried. I, I I feel like remember those yo-yos in the commercial where it would like come right back to you? You don't even have to try with this yo-yo. That defeats they were like a ball? Yes. That defeats the purpose. Well, I know. I knew this girl who walked around and she she'd walk around with her hands in her pocket except her thumbs and she had a real squeaky voice and she would just like fling her yo-yo. She had one of those yo-yo, and she just walk around with it every day and be like, "Hey y'all, I'm 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 D. look at me with my yo-yo." She'd walk around at lunch and do her little yo-yo thing. It was weird. Is there like a, a yo-yo equivalent in the adult world? is that a cigarette um, like kids throwing a yo-yo is like them smoking a cigarette throwing a pocket knife into a tree <laughs> Did you? were you ever good at like throwing a pocket knife into a tree I was really good at that no my dad taught me how to like throw it so it all, the blade always goes in to the tree how does it always go in how do you throw it I don't remember anymore I just remember I was good at go camping I would just how be, are you supposed to tr- I'd be pr- chucking my blade chucking my little switch knife just whoosh, whoosh, go right in the tree I threw it right into my dad's neck once He's still around? No. Oh, shit. got infected. Well. Yeah. It was an accident, though, so I was cleared by the police, but it happens. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens with your dad, like the zoo incident of 1983. Yeah, well, I would prefer if we didn't talk about that on the podcast. Hippo fucking. Okay. Yeah, he fucked a hippo, okay? My dad fucked a hippo at the zoo. <laughs> he was high on PCP, climbed over the thing, fucked a hippo. Whoop-de-doo. It's it was very embarrassing for my family. Brought a lot of shame upon my entire family, and we don't like to talk about it. But mistakes are made in the past. Are people not capable of change, Ryan? I'm sorry for bringing that up. I I know. I'm sorry. Could you cut it out, please? I mean, I think you're you've got this one, Matt. Remember to cut this part out because it's going to bring back a lot of memories to your family that you don't want to have brought back. <laughs> So make sure because you're not that just... That is the petting zoo instead of 1985, two years cut later. Cut that out as well, Matt, because if you're just passively listening, listening and you're texting right now and not paying attention to what you're editing, really... Matt, cut this out. Anyway, uh, I think it's time for an ad read. Okay. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lootbox. Lootbox has... Just, call it, <laughs> just call it the wrong name the whole time. <laughs> Have you guys ever tried Lootbox? What is Loot Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box delivered direct to your door with exclusive pop culture collectibles, no way, apparel, and gear. Wait, Luke- sorry. No way! Loot Luke- <laughs> Luke- 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 Crate curates designs everything themselves. You- Oh, oh, acid reflux. Hold on, Luke Crate. I'll be- Ugh. You can't find these items anywhere else. No matter what you geek out about, this is for you. Now, Matt and I have received some loot crates in the past, and they have had a lot of hilarious, hilarious gags and gifts, Like our Rick and Morty statue, which is right over there next to the TV that we pray to and kiss before every Let's Play. Their original and most popular loot crate is a curated collection of items from the best pop culture franchises. The October theme is all about Cursed, just in time for Halloween. You have to check this out. Guys pop culture. Other crates contain curated collections of items from only the best pop culture franchises every single month. It's pop culture. We're talking the real deal with the likes of DC, Marvel, Blizzard, Harry Potter, Nickelodeon, WWE, Bush's Baked Beans, Fallout, and more. (laughs) Bush's Baked Beans. That was my favorite one, the Bush's Baked Bean one. It was just full of baked, not even in the can. It was just a box filled with Bush's Baked Beans. Yeah, that was my favorite one. There's also a guaranteed t-shirt in every crate. Whoa! Loot Crate packs $45 plus of value in each crate for for less than a 20, $20 a month. You <laughs> got just, it. It just starts to go insane. Loot crate? Whoa, whoa, you can... Blah, blah, blah. You, okay, you can't lose. Loot Crate also offers 16 other awesome crates from gaming to anime, including their next most popular crate, um... Gaming. Subscribe now and give yourself a birthday present every single month, guys. The crate will sell out. You must order by this week to guarantee yours, as as it will sell out. Get the best surprise each month, month from the from the largest. Geek. You got it, dude. Come on, <laughs> Geek and Gaming Subscription Company. Geek out in the style with Loot Crate. Geek out in the style with Loot Crate. <laughs> That's what That's it says. No, it says geek out in style. Whatever. You put V in there. know what I mean. That's their new catchphrase. <laughs> geek out in the style with okay. Luke <laughs> They're gonna listen back to this and be like, "All right, we're co- we're dropping these guys." Fuck these assholes. That's what they're gonna say. They're gonna be like, "We're done. We're they're not doing any more reads for us." <laughs> Just jerks. Their sales have dropped. We're trying to give them some funny, funny Rick and Morty statues, and here they are making fun of us. Subscribe now by going to lootcrate.com/super and enter the code SUPER to save an exclusive thirty percent off your subscription. That's right, guys. Subscribe now by going to lootcrate.com/super and enter our code SUPER to save an exclusive. Thirty percent off your subscription. That's thirty percent off at the chance of getting your favorite Rick and Morty characters in statue or Pez dispenser form. Come on, what what else could be more fun? They come with poppers too. Um, now, thank you, Lucre for sponsoring us. Thank you, seriously, we love you. I'm looking at my water bottle, Ryan. It has a... at... what? What are you gonna cut? What stupid joke are you gonna cut me off with? You're looking at my what? Big st- st- stupid eyebrows. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> My big stupid eyebrows. What I was saying was I was looking at my water bottle. And I noticed the expiration date is September 21st, uh, 2020. September 11th, 2001? <laughs> that's some old ass water. It's like, that's not what I said. How, how does water go bad? Is it because they put shit in it, like chemical, like, it's water, how does it go bad? Uh Riddle me this Batman. It's because the plastic poisons the water. Oh, is that so? I'm sure. That's pro- yeah, probably. What water doesn't go bad. Yeah, September 21st, 2020. Hey Hannah! Does water go bad? No, it's a it's a fresh water bottle. It just it expires in two years, so I was just wondering. What? There are no spiders in it, no. Just uh We were wondering if it was, like, the plastic that eventually makes it be gross, or if it's... Yeah. Okay, 100%. Ryan, what if I just spit water all over you right now? I'd do this. As self-defense. And it would stink up the whole room, and we'd have to leave. (laughs) Don't spit water. Matt, if you do. Matt, it's not gonna be fun for you. Oh, that smells bad. Huh? (laughs) Nothing. It's fine. Huh? Don't make me... Don't do- Matt, if you do it. I'm- I'm gonna do it. God damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Ryan. Oh. Why did you- Ow, dude, what the fuck? It's, Why did you do that? It's self defense, Matt. I'm like a skunk. in the room now. Well, well, we'll- we'll be right back after this short message. Ah, fucking hell, I just tried to open the door and I slammed my face and my glasses into the door. Hey guys, this is a message we recorded after the podcast to fill this silence. Um, I spit water on Ryan, and in self-defense, he uh, he farted like a four-year-old, um, and it was so bad we had to leave the recording room, because this is a very stuffy room, and Ryan uh, has a very bad dietary habit, so when he does this, it's never pleasant, um, and in fact, it's so bad that we have to leave the room. So I apologize to all you mature listeners that don't want to listen to a podcast that has a lot of... Haha, funny, poo-poo humor. Um, And unfortunately, it was just how this episode unfolded. And we'd like to apologize. Um, Super Mega, officially, we'd like to apologize for this as well. Um, We don't like making the funny, haha, fart jokes. But when Ryan legitimately decides to do that on the podcast, we have to, um, we have no choice but to uh, leave the room. Um, It's just, unfortunately, how the situation unfolded. Again, we're so sorry, and uh, let's get back to the podcast now. Um, My turn to play a game, or we can play a game together? we play a game together. Okay. We're back, everybody. We're and back. And we're going to play a game together. Um, if you remember, in episode 88 of the podcast, we did a little SpongeBob story, a little ad-lib. We're going to do that again today. But today we're going to be writing our own original TV soap opera called Ryan's Ranch. And it's about Ryan as a cowboy in the Wild West on his own little ranch. Mm. So, uh, I'll start, okay? The year is 1954 (laughs) in Arizona, New Mexico. It's a town in New Mexico. Ryan Mason Dixon McGee is sitting in his rocking chair on the front porch of his ranch, Ryan's ranch. Now it's your turn. He, so, he calls for his, for his malnourished servant man-slave boy. Matthew! Matthew, come here. Sorry, he says, Matthew. There you go. Matthew, come here. Sounds like most of my family on my dad's side. Yeah. Sounds like I'm at a family reunion. So, so math, so servant slave boy Matthew slithers on over. Okay. His tongue flopped out because he's dehydrated. Goes, what can I do for you, Ryan? Then Ryan goes, see that over there? Your turn. Cowboy Ryan points over to the west atop a tall mountain overlooking his ranch is a is a sparkle at the very top of the mountain and um and and he he pats his servant slave boy Matthew on the back and says over there i want you to go up on that there mountain and get me whatever's sparkling up at the top Matthew looks at Ryan and says well jeez mister um i don't know if i can
0: make it all that way given my limbs are graded to the bone.
1: Ryan then looks at his poor manservant slave boy and he goes, Now, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. I just worked out my calves a lot last month. In fact, three hours a day panned down to Ryan's calves, which are almost bursting. They're huge. They're, they're about to burst out of the skin. In fact, they did burst out of the skin and Ryan had to stitch up his skin a little bit. <laughs> So you can see the folds and kind of see the calves a little bit. But they're big and massive and, and very impressive and sexy. Okay. And they have a lot of hair on them. Right. Because uh, he's it's an a, alpha male. It's a sign of masculinity. You would never catch Cowboy yeah. Ryan doing the beta yeah. male smile. That's something Servant Matthew does all that. He frequently does the beta male smile. <laughs> when he takes pictures of the livestock. Where he has his mouth open exposing his teeth as a true beta male would. Yeah. So... um. So so sorry. Oh, you're not done. Sorry. So Ryan goes. I've been working on my calves. Why don't you grab on my back hairs? Hold on tight, and well, I'll, I'll 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 carry us up the mountain. But I'm gonna need you to grab a hold of whatever that sparkly doohickey is.
0: Okay, okay, cowboy Ryan
1: says. S- slave boy Matthew. Malnoris Norris. Mount Mount, Mount, Norris, Mount Norris. Slave, slave, slave servant boy, boy. Servant boy. Matt. Yes. Yeah. They. He grabs on. To his back hair, because he 's not wearing a shirt it's like thick back cowboy hair. ryan's not wearing a shirt. he just wears he just <laughs> wears shorts, he wears cut off jean shorts because it's so hot out there in Arizona in a straw hat and a straw hat it's so hot out there. Why would you and ever maybe wear a, shirt? a wristband and a wrist, it, he wears a, a live strong uh, lance Armstrong wristband, one of the yellow ones. He also has the mason dixon line tattooed <laughs> on his uh pelvis, it's just a straight line across his pelvis yeah um so he grabs onto the back. And they, they, they start, Cowboy Ryan starts running at breakneck speeds across his ranch. But a problem arises. He realizes he forgot to phone his, tell, phone his wife that he was going to the top of the mountain. And his wife always told him, Cowboy Ryan, don't you dare, Ryan McGee, Mason Dixon, don't you dare go to the top of that mountain without telling me first. So the sun is starting to set. Uh-oh. And they can't go up the mountain at night. But if he were to turn around now, there wouldn't be enough time. So he does have to go back and tell his wife. So the only logical solution is uh, he has to remove his legs and give them to Matthew. So then Matthew has this beautiful set of he, – he cuts his bottom torso off where he has the yes. Mason Dixon tattoo. Yes. And he cuts off Matthew's legs and takes them – so now he has small little legs, and he walks back to go tell his wife. And now Matthew has the large calves. See, I was going to make the story a lot more interesting than, a, than okay. you... Okay, well, Matthew finds a, t- a, a time machine button. I was going to make A and B plot. Okay, Matthew finds a time machine button on the ground, <laughs> and he accidentally hits it, and completely goes back in time before Ryan McGee Mason Dixon cuts his legs No, off. No, that can still happen. I thought you were going to give me a little more to work with. Well, if you want to fight over it, Ryan, we're supposed to be working on this story together. Well, I was just you don't saying, like you, took, to... you took a healthy chunk of that. Okay, Ryan, well, he hit the time, but he hasn't cut his legs off yet. He has cut his legs off. No, he hasn't. Yes, he... So he cuts his legs off. He sews off. his legs back on. So so he cuts them back off again, <laughs> and, he tells, and he tells his little servant boy, Matt, this shiny sparkly thing means so much to me, Matthew, that I want you to go home and pleasure my ethnically diverse wife. <laughs> And so, Matt looks at him with puppy dog eyes and goes, You sure, boss? You sure you don't want to go have sex with your ethnically diverse and beautiful and very appropriately dressed wife? Whoever animates this. (laughs) Um, He goes, yes, this sparkly thing is the only thing I need. And with that, Ryan, Ryan gives Matt a little push with his newfound... Beautifully calved legs. That's how I'm gonna describe them. And Matt starts booking it back. To oh, the so house. I do have the legs, but I'm running back to the house to pleasure. I gave you my legs to go pleasure my wife as I go try to get this shiny. Am dude. I pleasuring her with the legs? You can pleasure. I don't know. You're gonna to have to. Figure, okay, we'll do a little AB story. Yeah. Here. So, uh so what happens next in this AB plot? So Ryan Mason Dixon McGee with his new set of string bean legs. He starts running up the mountain, not very fast because the legs are so malnourished. Yeah, because he doesn't take care of his servant. Boy. Well, I bet you Cowboy Ryan probably has some big arms too. Sure, he's got really ripped, beautifully oiled up um, buys and tries that don't have weird, strange, stray hairs growing out of them that he has to pluck every they're, few weeks. No, or they're so. shaved. They're perfectly yes. shaved. Um, he says, "He says, you know what? These legs ain't doing shit." So he just starts running only on his, with his arms. Okay. Like um, the second boss from the Play, PlayStation 2 game, Sly Cooper, and the Thetius Raccoonus. He starts running up the mountain, just grabbing on the rocks and ripping his way up the mountain. And the sun is setting fast. And Ryan Mason Dixon McGee is not supposed to be up on the mountain when the sun is down. Because that's when monsters come out. Yes. Cut back to Matthew. So Matthew just made it to the front door. And he knocks, he knocks on it. Ryan's ethnically diverse wife opens the front door, and goes, "Oh my! Those look like my my, the love of my life's legs." What are you doing? And Matt says back, "Well, um, uh, the same voice. Yeah, y'all the same voice. Okay, it's very beautiful." So Matt, you go, um, he he said that it's that it's. You pull out a sheet of paper that I wrote down for you. To, to address her as. And you go, it's time for, um... You squint at it and you read... For fucking time. <laughs> and then and then my wife goes... A-ooga! A-ooga! And she rips off her blouse. Ooh. And she's sporting a cock with the tip of a pussy. Kind of like, you know, when you think of like a... a, a like a lion with the head of a tiger. Ryan... Ryan Mason Dixon McGee is not only a rancher, but he's a notorious trans ally. <laughs> so, let's cut back to Ryan Mason Dixon McGee. He's ripping his way, he's ripping and tearing up the mountain. He, he's, he's knocking down trees with his biceps, he's roaring like a lion, he's singing God's not dead, he's surely alive, he's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. He's saying God is not a man, God is not a white man. God is not a man sitting on the clouds. He's singing those songs to help him up the mountain. And he's about a mile away from the peak at this point. But all of a sudden, the sun, the sun, it, it's, it's creeping closer to the horizon. And just like that, boom, it's gone. It's dark out. Ryan Ryan slams on his bicep, bicep brakes. And he goes, oh, shucks. I shouldn't be up here on this here mountainside when it's dark because that's when the monsters come out. He looks back down the mountain and he can see his cabin, his ranch in the distance and there's one light on and it's the bedroom light and the camera zooms into the bedroom. Little Matt is, Little Slave Boy Matt is,
0: Do I have to be Little
1: Slave Boy Matt? Can I just be like, indentured helper? Malnourished Little Helper Matt. Okay, that's that's better. (laughs) Too real, man. It's too fucking mean. It's too fucking mean. It's true, though. You're not. I am Mount <laughs> you're not. I fucking eat like, like my diet is like, like frozen dinners and wine. And mine was six donuts in a single sitting within thirty minutes. So, but you got these biceps. <laughs> yeah. I I gave you big biceps. Okay. Sorry. the The authors and narrators were getting in a little spat. Back to the story, kids. Matt's giving Ryan's ethnically diverse wife CPR. What? Because he was so good at sex, better better than Ryan ever was, that she was completely blown away and she accidentally had a heart attack. Does anybody ever have a heart attack, not on accident? <laughs> uh I can do it, but I don't want to. okay i I can. I just don't feel like it right now. Well, if you're going to do it anytime, it'd be good to do it on the podcast. Yeah, but I I want to finish the podcast. Okay, well. who knows if I would be able to finish it after doing something like that? Okay, well. So he goes, oh no, then she, then then all of a sudden he remembers he remembers a story that he used to read to Ryan's kids who are all dead now, unfortunately. Um, and the story went: True love's kiss will save the princess, and she, he goes. The wife must be the princess in this situation, and true love must be me because I'm good at having sex. So he goes in and kisses her. Nothing happens. He starts to cry, but then he hears a howl and looks up at the mountain where the sparkly thing and Ryan are. Back Uh, to a plot story. uh Uh-oh. Ryan's wife is in trouble, and he doesn't even know. That's called dramatic irony, kids. So Ryan Ryan thinks his wife is having the climax of her life she was she was she was which is what sent her into cardiac arrest um and and he's looking down the mountain thinking damn i know i knew he could pleasure her good but then he hears the the cry of a of a werewolf and he he looks around through the, the pine trees oh shit he says there's monsters up here i better get to the top real fast so he starts he starts running up the mountain but it's dark. He's losing his footwork, or his, his handwork, because he's yeah. using his hands to climb the mountain. He's, he's slipping. He can't see where the rocks are, because it's so dark. Of course. But he can see the little twinkle at the top, so he keeps making his way up. But suddenly something really bad happens. He, he chips one of his french tip nails, his cherry-red french tip nails, on, um, on a rock, which completely inebriates him, and he falls to the ground screaming, holding his, his cracked nail. It, how could this be? He he had just painted them this morning, and they looked so good. Um, but that's besides the fact. There's monsters on the mountainside. He has to get to the top. It's so close. He 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 knows that he can't risk breaking another nail, so he can no longer use his hands. Of course, he says, "I'm going to have to use Matthew's malnourished legs for this." So, as a true hero would, he he hikes up his jorts. And he just puts his all into it, and he starts charging up the mountain, hearing the monsters grow closer. And Matt's legs are long. They're long. So with only three swoops of his leg, he's at the top. There's a little bit of dirt on top of the object. He wants to know what it is so bad. Right as he begins to brush it off, he hears a scream coming from the ranch. Cut to B-cam. It's Matt. with Ryan. One of Ryan's legs is holding the wife while the other is hopping up the mountain. To get to, it's like one's cradling. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, and he's like, "Quick, Ryan, you must kiss. You must kiss the wife." All of a sudden, he looks at the object and it starts to disintegrate because only because only one person can have its true majesty. He's like, "Wait a second, mal- malnourished, mal- malnourished Matt, wait with beautiful legs and my wife." my ethnically diverse wife. Right. Please, please don't come up here. And also he goes, but your wife is dead. And Ryan looks both ways at this disappearing thing with that's that sparkling but has dirt on it and he doesn't know what it is and he looks at his wife and then he quickly tears off his lips and throws them in the direction <laughs> of Matt and the wife. The lips land perfectly on the <laughs> wife. Matt, starts to fall down the mountain but before he starts his very long journey down by tumbling down and breaking every bone in his body he sees the lips land perfectly onto Ryan's wife's mouth that's when Ryan look looks over the disintegration is stopped he wipes off the dust of the sneakers and there are a new pair of sneakers it was a pair of, a pair of sneakers yeah the ones that barely hit shelves Ryan are you ending this story with an ad read the answer is stock Ryan how's someone gonna animate that if it goes into it they got to animate the whole ad read it's a, it's if you want the hottest new sneakers sneakers it's a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers said the wizard streetwear watches and handbags <laughs> the wizard was at the top of the mountain and appears right after he finds the sneakers the, the, the wizard then says Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out. From the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme, Bape, Palace, and Kith. I was gonna say what he found was gonna be a Supreme hoodie. <laughs> so it's very ironic that you are both of our minds went to the same place. <coughs> what does the wizard say next? He says, StockX even allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition, luxury handbags and watches from brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Rolex, Omega, and more. What? Then and then then Ryan looks up and without his lips goes, motivate your audience. Talk about your experience with the product slash service. Copy one to two points to rotate into your spot. <laughs> what does the wizard say next, Ryan? The wizard says... StockX uses the same principles as the stock market to make buying and selling as safe and easy as possible. They have, they have real-time market data for intelligent buying and selling. It gives you access to tons of historical price data. See, you can see exactly how much an item has sold for in the past and how much it's selling for now. But best of all, StockX has removed all of the risk from buying and selling online. With, with that being said, Ryan is astonished and his eyes are agape, still lipless. And then he says, but what if I'm scared of being ripped off? And the wizard says, well, there's total anonymity between the buyer and seller. StockX is in the middle, so you never have to deal with a random buyer or seller again. They have experts who verify every item, making sure everything you buy is 100% authentic and never gets burned by fakes again. Matt is at the bottom of the mountain um, in, in a uh, – and he fell down. He broke all his bones, okay? Yeah. And the wife is she, – she, she slowly opens her eyes. She goes, Matthew, you've pleasured me more than anyone's ever pleasured me. And I think I love you. And Matthew's astonished and he goes, you have to understand, Mrs. Mason Dixon, McGee. I was just trying to help your husband out. We can never be together. Suddenly, Ryan comes, he comes down the mountain on a skateboard with a, a guitar lick introducing him. He looks at his wife and he looks at Matthew with tears in his eyes. He says, go to StockX.com slash Megacast now. StockX.com slash Megacast. StockX. Now you know. And then Matt goes, wait, did you say go to StockX.com slash Megacast? That's what I said. And then all all three of them together at the same time go, go to StockX.com slash Megacast. And then uh, they All, all... all the all the all the townspeople went to Stock X and everyone lived happily. And thereafter. they all got bay hoodies and Gucci watches. And Yeezys. And Ryan's ranch from then on was he was taming a different type of beast on his ranch. He was taming the hype beast. Yes. And from that point on the three of them had a polyamorous relationship and had many children, and lived happily ever after on Ryan's Ranch. Amen. The end. Amen. 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 I really liked the, that was good. Yeah. I really liked the way you incorporated the ad read into that story. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Thank but, you. You know, sponsors, they got to work their way in somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed Ryan's Ranch, the movie. That was a really, that was really good. Someone's gonna have to animate that, and then no one's animate. animate they're that not, one. There's no way they're gonna animate that, that whole fucking thing. Fucking horrible. Thing. <laughs> I mean, I love the story. It's one that my family reads to me. Every, can StockX give us more money every since trimester? We, what? We, can they give us more money since we worked their their ad read into a story? Or they could just give us some fucking Yeezys. I don't want Yeezys, man. Kanye's been Tim's. Kanye's been blowing his lid lately. I'd rather have Gucci flip flops. Can I have a babe hoodie then? You would look great I in a you, bape hoodie. What, can I get some slides, actually? Yeah, yeah. Do they make Hot bape sauce. Do they make bape slides? Sure, you can find bape slides, or you can find some knockoff bape slides. Do you think they have supreme slides? I met the creator of bape in Tokyo just by chance. Was he cool? He was. Yeah, he was pretty cool. He was one of the creators. He was in some little like shop in Harajuku on a back street. Was he crying? He was. He had tears in his eyes <laughs> because he had just finished reading the book Ryan's Ranch. <laughs> okay, the movie. It'll be on store shelves soon, ladies and gentlemen. So keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. Don't keep your ears peeled. Can Don't someone peel transcribe Ryan's Ranch into, like, a text post? Have chapters. Just put it in the comments. Be, and and just go to our movies and be like, oh my god! I just watched Ryan's the, Ranch no, and no, no. I'm blown away. It's like, I, j- I just got the early script f- for Jeff Bridges' new film. Here's the beginning. This shit looks killer. And then post Ryan's Ranch. I love Ryan's Ranch. That was a... <laughs> Just a bunch of people share posting Ryan's ranch around. What the fuck is this? Some fucking asshole let's playing YouTube. It's not funny. <laughs> What's funny about this? It's 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 so stupid. <laughs> uh, well, guys. I think this is a good place to end the podcast. Thank <laughs> you so much not? for tuning in. Yeah, uh, What a podcast uh, yeah. this was. We're going to try to get some guests on soon, and we got Spooky Mega coming up in just a few weeks, everybody. We're going to have a real spooky podcast with some real spooky videos. So uh, keep it tuned. Keep it tuned, y'all. Make sure to check out Matt and I on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Um, That's about it. In- uh, yeah, you said Instagram. Yeah um big three Ryan's LinkedIn page I don't have stumble one. upon uh blog blogger Flickr, all those websites Flickr. yeah remember Flickr? that's a good one anyway guys thank you so much we'll see you next week listen it's on iTunes Spotify all that all that good shit bye everybody am I the only one that's gonna say bye see ya